Welcome to Health from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lily Hartwell, a licensed naturopathic doctor on a mission to catalyze the journey toward overcoming your autoimmune disease. We'll show you the tools and how you can grow through this podcast. Hi there. Today I wanted to talk to you all about something really important to me because the energy has been really heavy. And I mean that as a collective, as a community, my patient population and my student population. And at the beginning of the year, at the turn of the year of January 2022, I was interviewed for Shout Out Arizona. And they are um, an online publication that is really about spreading positivity um, amongst a lot of different things. So what we specifically spoke about, I felt like could really improve um, a lot of people's lives. And what I have found is not very many people gained access to the Shout Out Arizona uh, magazine article that we did. So um, I had featured it in, in a link in my bio, and what we realized um, looking at the how the links performed is it was one of the least clicked upon um, links, but what I perceive is is that it was a long read. So what we're going to do today on the podcast is read it together, and the reason um, I want to talk about this, and the theme is really, if you're having a tough time, this is the podcast to tune into. And if you're looking to overcome the heaviness of the energy, this is the episode for you. But the reason why I even contributed to the magazine in this way um, was because, in case you didn't know, I do a lot of mental health treatment in my practice. And a lot of that is encouraged because a lot of times we see how the body perceives stress and mental emotional health um, and, and deficiencies of nutrients do often coincide with mental health issues and they can be the cause actually as well as autoimmune disease and since that's a huge part of my practice you can imagine how important it is to me. Now all of that being said one of the key things um, and reasons that I like to treat it is because I have been going through my own mental health journey for quite some time. Um, I've been diagnosed with a number of different things. um, And over my lifetime, I have gone through the oscillation of depression, anxiety, imposter syndrome, and utilizing um, tools and techniques to overcome that as well as my ADHD, which honestly has been one of the most um, challenging things for me to overcome given my profession and everything that I triage on a daily basis. And I'm bringing all of this to the surface because a lot of times people look at, you know, my life and my perspective and my paradigm and they don't recognize that it is, it takes work, it takes effort. And the key driver day in and day out is consistency, is I keep showing up even when I absolutely don't want to show up, even when I absolutely am not feeling it. It happens to all of us. No one is immune. And the difference is, is that I have tools and techniques that I've been teaching you in the podcast and in my media platforms and in my office 
I have tools and techniques that I apply even to myself that lift me out of these states and moods. And if it, you know, I'm not not saying I'm impermeable to any of the the dreariness and, and the drudgery, but whenever that does overcome me, I give myself grace and I recognize gently that um, I am aligned with a certain frequency and maybe that frequency isn't as high as it could be that day. And I just get to be gracious with myself, um, especially as a human that goes through different cycles. There are a lot of different hormones that are evolving and and changing throughout the month. And that can also really drastically um, affect things. And also as a recovering people pleaser, you know, a lot of people learned from a very young age that in order to stay safe, um, the answer was always yes, doing whatever was asked. And in certain cultures that is expected of children and grandchildren and um, cousins and, and nieces and nephews. And maybe that's something that goes on in your culture. I know it certainly was something that goes on in mine and I have to constantly work through um, the ability of prioritizing what I can and can't do because I quite honestly cannot do anything and everything that I'm asked to do. I just simply don't have the capacity, nor do I have the time, nor do I have the bandwidth. And when I started really claiming that and recognizing that, I accelerated my healing journey so much faster. And if you take a moment and you think about where all of your energy is going, I'm certain you could think of at least one place where your energy is being siphoned without reciprocity and how drained you feel after being with somebody in particular, after doing a particular task that doesn't bring you joy, um, after facing a certain level of uncomfortability. And in those times, um, having tools and techniques that we apply together. Of course, I, I offer a lot of that in the freebie library. If you haven't taken a look at that, I have master classes on how to overcome different things like grief, depression, anxiety, um, chronic fatigue. So that that's not really what we'll be talking about here. Um, what we're talking about today is how to overcome these tough circumstances. And this is a really close thing that is near and dear to my heart. I apologize in advance. I'm tearing up. And I may tear up throughout this uh, podcast episode because I have had uh, a number of really close friends um, intentionally take their own lives and some of them were not in an emotional headspace. Um, I think if they were a little clearer, they would not have done what they did, but maybe that has impacted you. And in these, these states of economic uncertainty, um, I am noticing an exacerbation of underlying mental health concerns and particularly what I you know I do help people through is suicidality and I have a number of close friends from a very young age Um, I remember being extremely young and I would never want my children to be as young as I was um, to be confided in that their close friends were feeling suicidal and then kind of being punished for doing something about that. Um, I remember very, very young age that all was brought up to me and I worked through that um, and was able to provide my my friend the support that she really deserved um, because it was so out of my, my breath and ability to be able to work through. But now having that awareness and having um, all of these different years of, of being trained how to support people, especially through those traumatic events um, and the traumatic events that could have 
led to those situations. That's really what we're going to talk about today. And what I'm going to do is, since it's just me, I'm going to kind of interview myself. So I'll put, um, I'll first say what the interviewer asked me the question, and then I'll put my, I'll read my response. Um, I know that a lot of you don't like reading media, so hopefully me reading this aloud will be uh, more useful for you. So the first question was, hi, Dr. Lily, do you have some perspective or insight you can share with us on the question of when someone should give up versus when they should keep going? And my response was, wow, so the language of this question to me just screams scarcity. I coach people through this daily. There are so many reasons why choosing between keep going, quote unquote, and giving up, quote unquote, isn't the most serving frame of mind. It could be burnout, chronic fatigue, mental health issues due to underlying stress management issues, But ultimately, this decision comes down to what is the motivation of that person? Do they know their purpose? Do they know the truth that they seek? Do they know that the service they are providing or the impact that they are seeking can be achieved through this goal that they're deeming something that they should give up? And then I say, quote, success, unquote, is measured by many different factors. So are our, quote, failures, quote, I personally have, quote, given up so many different things in my life to make way for the new, to provide space for new opportunities. Every failure or project I moved on from taught me immeasurably. Ultimately, I would say, if you feel like there are only options A and B and must choose between the two, then you've created illusionary walls for yourself. Ignite your passion, get into your body, move, connect with who you are, and illumination will be shown to you on how to keep moving forward. In fact, keep moving forward is one of my life mantras. You can continue to move forward in what you are working on or pivot into a different direction. But know that whatever you decide will be in your highest good because of the intention you create around it. There are infinite tools to guide you in making these decisions and finding clarity. Then, because they didn't know much about me, they asked me, uh, what should our readers know about your business? So I'll include that here. I don't know how helpful it will be for you, but maybe it will be helpful. I am a general medicine practitioner that focuses on the treatment of autoimmunity, infectious disease, and endocrine disorders. And in Arizona, I'm considered a primary care physician. I own and run a clinic called Saguaro Blossom Medical Center, where I use the full range of naturopathic medicine, including minor surgery, intravenous and intramuscular injectables, as well as acupuncture. I also frequently utilize mind-body medicine techniques, clinical nutrition, botanical medicine, homeopathy, and many other modalities to support the healing process of my patients. I am really passionate about dermatology and minor surgery procedures. A lot of people tend to ask me what that means, so I remove moles, skin tags, lipomas, cysts, and so much more in my private practice. And the reason why I felt it was a relevant question for them to ask me is because every day is a training. 
Every day I uncover new things to learn and new ways of being. And my mission is to catalyze the healing journey for my patients. And that's exactly what I do. As an autoimmune warrior myself, I am unique in that I belong to the autoimmune demographic that I serve. I provide the care that I wish I had received when I was first diagnosed nearly 20 years ago. Now it's been more than 20 years. I didn't always know I wanted to be a doctor. In fact, the road here was arduous, as most are. But I have gotten where I am today by forging through with consistency, strength of conviction, and passion. And I encourage you to do the same. Yes, I'm elaborating here. Yes, the road is arduous. And I'm really honestly being truthful when I say most are. If it was easy... More people would do it. I'm just going to let that sink in. It takes constant coaching, constant effort, constant motivation, consistency, showing up every single day, even on the days that I don't want to show up, even on the most uh, difficult days for me, you know. If you've ever listened to the podcast I did on grief or the master class I did on grief, you'll know that almost every month of the year I've lost somebody significant to me. And if I were to sit there and grieve them every single month, it would be like the entire month, the entire year would just be grieving. And then we start the whole cycle all over again. So by forging through with consistency, strength of conviction, and passion, you can really overcome most things. And I hope that you find inspiration in that. I hope that um, there are things that bring you joy that you are continuing to embark upon. And the world is changing. Um, There's an old adage uh, that there's an old adage I want to talk about later um, that just came to mind, but I'll mention it later. Then they asked me, let's say your best friend was visiting the area and you wanted to show them the best time ever. Where would you take them? Give us a little itinerary. Say it was a week-long trip. Where would you eat, drink, visit, and hang out? Um, And this is a great, I said, this is a great question. To be honest, I spend most of my downtime traveling to Tucson or Sedona to hike and camp and have made an effort to change my habits to suit what's in line with the current times. That means I do everything I possibly can virtually. I mostly eat meals prepared at my home or my office, and I've basically just continued traveling for the time being, um, which if you know me and my previous experience has been really somewhat of a challenge. I've never stayed Um, in the state for so long in my life as I have uh, now. Um, If my best friend was visiting and we weren't traveling across Arizona, we would probably um, do any of the following things. And if you are local to Phoenix, maybe this will be something that brings you joy that you could, you know, do with your family or your close friends. So hike at Picacho Peak State Park, such an incredible trek if you haven't gone there. Um, And it's, they're, they're volcano, they're, um, the formation of Picacho Peak that is most prominent when you go to the state park, they're formations of volcanoes, so they're really amazing structures. Um, I also love this place called Butterfly Wonderland, so I said visit Butterfly Wonderland. Um, Butterfly Wonderland is um, this beautiful, large um, greenhouse, so greenhouse full of glass windows, and there's lots of natural sunlight in there, and it really reminds me of the Amazon rainforest where um, I did spend a significant portion of time, and so they have so beautiful um, butterflies all over, 
And then I said, watch the sunrise at Papago Park. So Papago Park is um, an interesting formation, just like Picacho. Um, at one point, it may have been volcanic. The geology there is very, very different. So it's actually fun to climb there. I like to rock climb there. Um, and I love to watch the sunrise there. It's just a beautiful place. There are lots of different um, holes in the rock. So you can position yourself to to see the beam of light come through the holes and it's just really impactful and then I said journey to the desert botanical gardens um the desert botanical gardens in phoenix are quite beautiful um but if you are really into you know botanical gardens there's the tucson botanical garden is incredible and the boys thompson arboretum um in uh superior the superstition mountains um, really beautiful place too. And then I said log into a virtual Qigong practice because I really, really love doing Qigong and um, that's a whole other aside, but it can really help regulate your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous systems. And so I find that to be really restorative for me in particular. Then they asked me um, who else deserves some credit and recognition and uh, I, I guess I could share this. I don't know if it's let's just see if there will be value that somebody gets from it if it even if it just impacts one person so I said you know that saying about raising children it takes a village that resonates with me and how I was raised I spent a lot of time growing up with my elders and neighbors one of the most influential people that I truly believe molded who I am as a person was named Pauline oh Pauline I would often stay at her house while my parents were at work during the pivotal years of childhood where my sponge of mind was filled to the brim. Everyone always used to say as a child that I was a sponge. I just loved to learn. And that's still very, very much the case. And Pauline taught me about worthiness. That just for being me, I was deserving of whatever I sought in life. She taught me about impact. And she reminded me of focus, going through life with hyperactivity disorder. I know she was frequently challenged by my boundless energy and seeming inability to focus on the task at hand. The greatest lesson she ever taught me was about being in service to others. There was this pivotal moment in my life where I was confronted with one of life's oldest lessons, mortality. Pauline was getting on in age and fell ill. She was in the hospital and I thought she was going to die. I must have been about five years old at the time, and I realized I didn't know what it took to make someone well, to heal the human body. I spent my childhood struggling with numerous severe infections and diseases myself, so I gave her a dollar bill, hoping it would somehow make her better, or at least help to do so. She did eventually get to go home from that hospital stay, and her family kept that dollar, and a number of years later, they gave it to me after her passing. And that same dollar has a permanent home on the walls of my clinic. To be a reminder that at the end of the day, even on the days I don't feel like I facilitated moving the needle for my patients or my students, that the intention is the light in the darkness. Some of you may have seen this dollar. <laughs> it sits um, on my back wall just to continue to inspire me to transmute the light, to create the light and transmute the darkness, and to really rise from any and every situation that I might find challenging. And that brings me to my age-old adage that I was inspired to share in the middle of this podcast. 
there's this age-old adage I was told when I was really young, nothing uncertain except debt and taxes. My grandfather would say that. And I have a I have a rendition that I prefer. Nothing is certain except debt, taxes, and change. So how are you molding to the change? How are you adapting to the change? And if you aren't, have you started to utilize the resources, the boundless resources that I provide at absolutely no cost because I want you to be a change maker. I want you to feel enabled to, to do what you came here to do, to fulfill your purpose and touch and transform and inspire the lives of other people as I know you came here to do. And when you embark upon that, when you embrace that, you can really tap into an incredible world that awaits you. No matter the economy, no matter the inflation, no matter the seeming circumstances that surround you, you can be the beacon of light. And as you know, with a beacon, as you get closer to it, it gets brighter. And you can spread that light onto anyone and everyone that you encounter. So from my heart to yours, may you be healthy, happy, and whole. That's all for now. See you in the next episode. Hi there. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know what you think of the show by writing a review in iTunes. If you screenshot before submitting, before it gets lost in the abyss for review, and send to us at drlilyhartwell at gmail.com, we'll send you a free guided breathwork. May you go on with your day in joy.